Hey everybody, welcome to the physical world. Hope you guys are having a great day or night, wherever you are. I'm Luke. I'm JJ. And welcome to the show, guys. You know, I almost said, my name is Luke, and I'll be your server tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I, I was damn close to saying that, but... Hey everybody, hope you guys are... Oh yeah, dude. Just uh, you say something all the damn time. It just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. But we hope you guys are all doing doing great wherever you guys are. Um, we're happy to be here. Happy to be talking to you guys, spend some time with you. Uh, and we wanted to bring up uh, something important and just sort of have a little open discussion about it. Uh, mental health. It's important. We haven't really talked about it yet. Yeah. There's some episodes we've had those segments. We haven't dedicated an episode to it, so might as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, mental health is very important. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize that um, around... A lot of people are, and there's still a lot of people who who do not realize that mental health is very important uh, for a multitude of reasons. Um, so if uh, no matter which category you guys fall into, hopefully um, it will be uh, refreshing or inspiring or enlightening uh, to to hear a discussion on. Yeah. I mean, part of that for like the people that still really don't see the necessity of it is from, you know, generations before us who didn't see the necessity of it. Yeah. Hell, even, you know, a significant portion of uh, people in my family still refer to, um, mental health professionals it shrinks yeah hell they know that i'm going to be a clinical psychologist and they say oh yeah well, luke he's gonna be a shrink gonna be a shrink <laughs> it's it's like damn and I don't, they don't even mean it in a derogatory way no. it's just that's just their their perception their uh it's been ingrained as to that that's what they knew it as never really i guess like a lot of people never really considered the role that your your mental health plays in your well-being um in every facet of life spiritual physical and then obviously psychological um and on a conscious level and and it affects everything um so and it's important to look out for your mental health yeah obviously if well, just random example. If you're depressed or anxious, it's gonna make it a whole lot harder to do a whole lot of things. Yeah. Which could be going to the gym, which then negatively impacts your physical health. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot of people who um, can use the gym 
uh, in a positive way for their mental health too. Yeah, that's how I found, especially a lot of dudes. If they're going through some shit, they just go to the gym and get it out there. <laughs> yeah. The gym's at the gym, you ain't thinking about that shit. You're just getting your shit done. Yeah. I think once, um, I think once people, it, it's, mental health is so intricate though. And it is, uh, it's so subjective to each individual. Um, that there's so many different levels of awareness that different people are in different stages of their life. Um, some people can recognize whenever they are depressed or they can recognize reasons that's or factors that's contributing to their depression. There's others who cannot and don't know how. And they live with depression and it affects them in different ways. Um, and, and that's just when we're talking about depression. Uh, yeah. And whenever I think in the in the uh, the field of psychotherapy, I just want to put this out there um, to have it be coming from me into the public uh, sphere is there's going to be changes coming soon to psychotherapy because the goal of psychotherapy and psychological help for individuals dealing with a variety of ailments from depression to anxiety to obviously PTSD, you know, schizophrenia, all parts of the spectrum, all levels of severity. Um, the goal should never be weekly or bi-weekly or monthly uh, meetings with a mental health professional, a psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever, and then medication, and then repeat business because that's what it is a business. And that that's not what it should be. When you're dealing with people's mental health and their consciousness and their literal well-being, their own realities, you know, that's why like the earliest forms of psych any mental health professional would be like shamans and stuff. Very, very wise people. And what yeah. what it's turned into is a business. Very yeah. Like that. So there are going to be people, myself included, that are going to change that, though. I'm, I'm telling you that right here. But back to the importance of it. It's very, very important, guys. Um, and for everybody, that may not be professional clinical help it it really it may not be no there needs to be ways for mental health practices to be communicated to to you know create awareness around it where then maybe there can be some self-help now obviously professional help when done the right way is absolutely amazing can be. Yeah. You can go both ways. That's like I was telling you when I was dealing with all my mental shit. I tried going to therapist and shit. Well, not actually, it wasn't therapist. There was a couple 
psychologist I went to. Yeah, I mean, that'd be considered therapist, too. Right. Um, it was just something about, I don't know if it was just those specific people or it just didn't work for me. Yeah. So uh, it depends on the person. Some people, that could be what helps them. But I figured out, for me, it was better to just kind of figure it out on my own. Yeah, well, I mean, I in no way want to discourage any listener from seeking clinical help um, with a mental health professional if they need to, obviously. If you feel inclined to, you can meet some wonderful people, right? You know, maybe the relationship there that, you know, that relationship between both of you just wasn't what it needed to be. You know, we don't jive with everybody. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're you're two spirits, you're two humans sitting down together and communicating. You know, obviously one may have a doctorate and maybe, you know, have the power, you know, in the situation. So it presents. But really, you're just both two people. And maybe your energy just didn't match. And, uh. Or maybe they weren't good at their job. I don't want to come for them, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Because, I mean, we have to realize, as with anything, some people are very good at their jobs. People are very bad, especially with doctors of all levels. You know, doctors, a psychologist, um, a doctor, they may not be a very good doctor. Because it's something interesting, too. I... uh, I was talking to a uh, another doctor. Um, I don't really want to name drop. Like, I mean, that that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. I don't think he would care. Um, Not worth the risk, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just yeah. Without you know, so I was talking to the doctor who works at a university, oh, and yeah. we were talking. He was actually my professor at the time, and um. He posed a question, which was, should clinical psychology, should mental health, you know, people who are able to be mental health, health professionals of all levels, should that really be a, like, career option, like accounting, like marketing, like, you know, any business administration, like fucking real estate like should it be an option or should it be people are called to do it and i thought that was a really interesting question hang on a second i thought that was a really interesting question because like i said or hang on one second my fucking cat Stop, dude. Seriously, bro. Because that is a really interesting question, though. Because like I said earlier, like, you're you're dealing with people, you know, their, their minds, their consciousness, their, you know, their, oh, shit, that wasn't you, Howie. 
I'm sorry, bro. Fuck. But I, I'll just have to cut this part where I'm having to deal with his little asshole Howard. All right. But I thought that was a really interesting question to be posed, don't you? Yeah. You're dealing with, like you said earlier, people's really overall well-being, their mental health, their in turn, their physical health. Mm-hmm. So, where did you go on that? See, when he asked that, I thought about it for a second, for a little, you know, a minute, and I mean, I, as someone who is involved in that field of science, I love the interest in it. I love the amount of psychology jobs and and mental, mental, you know, really, you know, counseling jobs where people can, you know, count, you know, use a psychology degree perhaps to be a counselor with a school and and really positively impact children's life or be just a, a counselor for marriages. There's so many different parts of people's lives or become a licensed therapist, you know, not maybe not fully a doctor, but a licensed therapist where you are having people come in, you know, or, you know, providing mental aid to them. Like, I love the, the interest. Yeah. But I do feel like if people are, I, I feel like if people are in that position, it, it, it needs to be something that they're very good at. It's not really like a, being able to connect with people in that way is not really like a skill you can just learn or like learn through a course or learn through a program. Yeah. I feel like it's more like an innate gift or a calling, you know? So I, 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 I kind of agreed with that side. Um, not to, not, that's not to mean like the whole field of psychology. There's plenty of things people can do. And learn, you know, but when it gets to the, the the intimate stuff, I feel like that's just something you either have or you don't. That's really what the, uh, the doctor who I was talking to, he sort of stressed that as well. Yeah. Because that that was a big uh, uh, an issue that, that I love to talk about and that I love to think about is how manualized psychology and, and psychotherapy specifically has sort of become. Yeah, which isn't ideal when you you're talking about something like mental health where it's very different for different people. Yeah. And look, I could go like an hour on that, so I'm gonna hold that for another time. And yeah, because <laughs> like. You know, I, I don't want to stray away because the listeners are probably like, whoa, 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 we're going, you know. I will definitely talk about that more. If any of you listeners are involved in the field of psychology or mental health, maybe mental health professionals yourself out there listening, um, I would love to have open discussion um, about those questions that we pose and go even further. But that's for another time. What I, we really want to stress is for all you listeners out there and, and myself and JJ and everyone to take your own personal mental health and mental well-being uh, very seriously and, and prioritize it. Prior- 
prioritize it because it's important. If you feel like you need to go see a mental health professional, do that. Yeah, absolutely. There are great ones. Like oh, yeah. anything we said earlier, those are subjective experiences it's and personal. Doesn't mean anything for you. Like we were saying, everybody's different. Yeah. I think it's important for us all as individuals to be able to recognize for ourselves, though, because obviously everyone's just, we're all so different, you know, in every way. Yeah. So, like, know whenever you're feeling off, whenever you're experiencing something that's out of the ordinary or maybe it is the ordinary for you you know i've definitely there's been times where you know that negativity and that those those dark fucking places that's just yeah that that's 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 not a a rare thing and there's some people who they act or maybe they live as if and they don't experience that much and that's wonderful and i think we can all get to that i really do yeah, but those of us who've been in hell, for lack of better words, <laughs> you come out of it of, of a, a. There's no way you can stay the same. Obviously, we're changing in every second because there is no constant except for time and change. You know, that's an interesting concept too. Yeah, we crave, you know, something to stay constant, but like nothing is constant. Every second is like, I mean, it's just always changing. And it's it's so fucking wild, but um, no, and, and and there are ways to recognize that, guys. So, and if like JJ was saying, if you feel and you have access to, and you can you can talk to a mental health professional or any any sort of therapist, and you feel inclined to go do that, you'll probably you 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 know see how it is for you. Maybe it's a great fit, maybe not, but maybe it's a wonderful conversation, maybe it's not. Just do whatever makes you comfortable and helps with your mental health. Um, it never hurts to, if you feel like you may need it, test it out. And if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. There's other avenues you can take. And talk talk to your friends and family first if you, if you want to. Talk to people you know you're comfortable with. And check on your friends and family. Yeah. Because they could be very well struggling. They might not hear this lovely discussion brought to you by dude shoes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I can't say that without the official. When the fuck are they going to call? Like, we're still waiting. Hey, dude, you know, I don't know if any of y'all has heard any of our podcasts. Probably nobody from that company has, but maybe somebody will and they'll be like, hey, these guys have talked about them twice. I really don't give a damn if they do, though. I'm going to go ahead and axe that shit, because, like, those shoes are cool, but they're low-key a little overrated. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> sponsorship. There it goes. Sponsorship. I mean, like, they're not overrated. Like, they are comfy as hell. Like, I, I you know what? I Low-key, I take it back. They are comfy as hell, but, like, they've, they've become too mainstream for me. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody's wearing them. So it's like, ah, oh, shit. So some dude, he ain't supposed to be, but some dude at my work was wearing them shits. Really? Yeah. Nah, I'm a sucker for Vans. 
I love Vans. I gotta get me a new pair. See, but, you know what's going to shock the hell out of you and a lot of people? Well, maybe not you. What? I've never owned a pair of Vans. Wow. I mean, I knew that, but I kind of knew that. But like, it feels like everybody's owned a pair of Vans at some point or another, and I still have. Why not? I don't know. I was going to buy some at one point, and I just never did. <laughs> I would like highly, highly recommend it. Like, I didn't, I got my first pair of Vans uh, two Christmases ago, I think. And they're fucking great. Like, I mean, they're just, they're awesome. I, I love, I wear my old pair uh, for lifting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. More planted. Yeah, dude. It's great for squats. It's, hell, it's great for every lift. I just, you know, you come into the gym fucking styling and profiling a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like regular tennis shoes no more, man. That shit looks dorky. I'm sorry, but like, See, can we not design some better looking shoes? I still like Ultra Boost just because they're comfortable. Those, they're, they're pretty cool. Um, I love the closest thing to Vans I've ever had is I've had a couple pairs of Converse. Yeah, which are in like that same type of vein of like skater type of shoes. Converses are really good for lifting too. Yeah, I've never had a pair of Converse. I think I had Loki. See, I like the high tops, but the high tops are a bitch and a half to get on. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the pair I had was hot tops. I think it was black ones. Yeah. I'm gonna get me another pair <laughs> of uh, Converse's, and I, I'm gonna get me a new pair of Vans soon. But look, if you guys love shoes, go get some shoes. It'll make you feel better. But, like, the thing is, like, we're talking to you guys, and I don't even know what any of you guys look like. Fuck, you really don't know what we look like, neither. Uh, <laughs> and we, you have no idea, you know, my day-to-day, what I do from second to second. You don't know JJ's, and I don't know yours. He don't know yours. You know, we're all just different people, and we really don't know. You're the only person that can know what's going on in your mind. You create your own reality. And that's what people should remember. And now, remember another. Remember another thing: our thoughts create our emotions. It's a very important thing to remember, and that's something that everybody can learn and, and at least ponder it for a little bit. And that could positively impact your mental health if you remember your thoughts create your emotions. Your emotions don't create your thoughts. Yeah. If you're feeling sad, it's because something sad happened, or you thought something sad, or Something sad occurred. Something caused that emotion. That emotion didn't just, you know. It didn't come out of nowhere. If you're feeling happy, and and sustained sadness is supplied by sad, bad, negative thoughts, and sustained happiness is supplied and fueled by happy, positive, good thoughts. If you're happy, something wonderful happens. You, I don't know, you fucking, I don't know. you randomly find a hundred bucks on the sidewalk. Fuck. 
unless you're just down bad, like awful, feeling terrible, then you're probably going to grin about that for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's cool. You know, you know, if something wonderful happens, the girl or guy of your dreams does something or, or you fucking ask them out and they say, it, by God, you're thinking about that for a while. You're happy as hell. Oh, you're, you're like, oh, let's go. <laughs> and these are very, very like goofy ass examples. Not really. I mean, they're practical, but like and the important thing is your thoughts do create your emotions or your, and your feelings. Um, if we can just take that part and there's a lot more to it than that, obviously, but if we just take that part, wow, you know, that can that you know, maybe someone said someone is very depressed and they keep ruminating and thinking about whatever's making them depressed. So their reality that they're constructing in that moment and therefore every moment is one of that despair, of that sadness, thinking about whatever is weighing down on them. What are some examples of that? What breakup? Breakup. Uh, family maybe. member died. Yeah. Pet died. A, a terrible illness. Um, Lost your just job. Terrible. Whatever. Lost your job. All types of severity. Like, if that happens, if JJ, if you lose your job, and it's devastating to you and you sit there after it for a couple hours thinking about how you lost that or what you could have did different or this or that or like a relationship it ends and you just think and think and every time you think about it, it just makes you sad and sad and sad then thoughts are creating that emotion that's being sustained which yeah. you know i feel like the, you listeners get the, the picture but Loki, I thought about something cool the other day. I want to tell you and get your thoughts on it. Now, this was earlier today. I thought of this. It'd be like right. if somebody, uh, you know, a lot of people they talk about, you know, man, you know, if I could go, I've done some bad things. You know, if I could go back, I'd change this, or you know, if I could redo this, I'd read, you know, or I would never have done this or that. You know what I mean? Regrets is pretty yeah. much what I'm thinking. Um, I was thinking, you know, if somebody asked me that question, the way I would respond to it would be, you know, if they was like, well, if you could go back and do this differently, would you? And I would be like, no. And I would expand on it as saying the person that I am now would never do that to begin with. Therefore... Yeah. I wouldn't undo something that I would not see myself doing now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you've went through a positive change and you don't really recognize this other person, you cannot have regrets on it. But and in the same sense, we flip it in the same exact sense, though, and say all that bad shit. Let's say if it's in a relationship, all of like the bad shit. If you really want to get that weight off of you it's not the healthiest thing to do what it kind of is is taking all the blame take every bit of it put it on yourself and then forgive yourself and fucking let it go yeah 
at no blame to the other party. Put it all on yourself and then forgive yourself. Truly forgive yourself. Now, it has to be true forgiveness from yourself. And then most of it's gone. I mean, maybe there's still a speck that they have, you know. Yeah. But the majority of it, I don't know. That's a interesting way. What do you think about that? I mean, it makes sense. If <laughs> you fucking say, like you were saying, put all the blame on yourself. Forgive yourself. If you do that, you're not holding a grudge against the person. Or whatever the situation was, you're not holding a grudge. Yeah. Because you put it all on yourself. Um, you sorted it out. You forgave yourself. Now you're good. You don't hate that person. No. And it's just in the past. And if... That helps you live without regrets, too. Because, to me, if you live with regrets, you're constantly going through a cycle. Because you're always going to do stuff that maybe you would have changed or would have liked it to have happened differently. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing you can do about it, and it makes you the person who you are. That's like negative things. Yeah, it sucks the time, but you usually will grow from it. Mm-hmm. And you don't so, need to uh, like. Like we was just saying, like giving it that thought, like the whole essence of regret, thinking about it. I mean, you're thinking about it. What's that going to cause? It's going to cause whatever negative emotion is associated with it. Yeah. Because that's what I eventually ended up having to do is just completely change my mindset of, because I, there for a while, had a bad tendency to linger for whatever negative thing had happened. Yeah. It's it's at least a starting place. Change your thought process. Don't linger on bad shit. May not be a end-all, be-all. But it can at least be a starting point. Yeah. Eliminating negative thinking and, and and anger and stuff like that. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat it to the listeners. It's fucking hard. Because right. negative negativity and pessimism is easy. Shit rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It's easy. It's easy to resign. It's hard. It's hard to stay positive. Optimism. Let to let go to fully let go. It's difficult, but in the same sense, it's just releasing your grip or your grasp. You know what I mean, guys? Like, just loosen it, just let go, let go. But um, 
Yeah, that is. That is damn true. Every bit of that. A lot of good truth in this episode, guys. Um, I really, really want you to know that even though I don't, and JJ, we don't know any of you. Personally, I feel like I do. Um, yeah. Like, it's a, it's a great community. And I just want you to know if nobody told you today, you're doing good. You're, you're on the right path. You're loved. You're attractive. You are a wonderful, wonderful creation. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart because that's what we all are. That I got any closing thoughts right now? Uh, Just make sure y'all take care of yourselves. Everything starts at least for the most part mentally. So just make sure you're taking care of yourself. Whatever you feel like you need to do to do that, do it. There's no time like the present. Good to have a little positive affirmation from Luke. Get some positive thoughts flowing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Uh, a lot of love from us right now to you guys and to, from you guys to each other as well. Great community. I do want to make sure, you know, uh, if you guys are going through any um, severe issues in your life, mental issues, whatever, you know, there are obviously suicide hotlines. Listen to that song by Logic. Um, great song and great message as well. Um and uh, so the 988 suicide and crisis lifeline, national lifeline, if you're in, if, if something that severe, um, know that there's people that care. Um, and then obviously, if you are seeking mental health and you, you know, are having trouble with it, there are some great sites. Um, I will get some and I will link some of the better ones um, in the description of this episode. Um, that way people can have access to it if they need it. You know what I mean? And obviously you guys can find that online. I know you guys all know how to yeah. use your fucking cell phones and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll put it in there. Oh, yeah, you know, I'll put a couple in there. But um, as always, we appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate your time. Um, love and positivity to all. Be safe in everything you do. Blessings. Peace. I'll see you. See you.